0: Curtis, everyone has their preordained position, and everyone is in their place, except you. That's what people in the best place say to people in the worst place.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated, or perhaps underappreciated, or even the ones that have slipped most people by. This show is a collaboration of friends, and together we are The Undercast Company. Today we are going to talk about Snowpiercer, 2013 post-apocalyptic film about a K-space passenger train on a never-ending journey around a frozen wasteland of, of an Earth after a failed attempt to solve global warming. This is based on a French graphic novel by Jacques Loeb, Benjamin Legrand, and Jean-Marc Jot- Jotel. The film was directed by Parasite director Bong Joon-ho, um, who also co-wrote the adapted screenplay pa- with Kelly Masterson, and this marks his first English um, language debut, as it, I think it's 87% is, um, is um, spoken in English. Um, this film earned $86.7 million worldwide, doubling... It's forty million budget and has a ninety four on Rotten Tomatoes and a seven point one on IMDb. Among the some of the big names as Octavia Spencer, Ed Harris, Tilda Swinton, Jamie Bell, John Hurt, and Captain America himself, Chris Evans. It also um, is one of the many collaborations between Ho and Korean actor Song Kang Ho um besides touching on the obvious global warming issue this movie like many of um bong joo ho's um films touch on class systems that segregate societies around the world and what their effects are on the morality of human beings so guys what did you think uh
2: do you want to go first friend uh i yeah i guess i'll go first uh <laughs> Oh, what can I say about this movie? Uh, it's a good movie. It looks cool. Had action. Uh, you know, can keep you interested. Uh, very uh, extreme take on uh, global warming. Uh, you know, because uh, of the ice age they had. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough. I mean, how do you break this down? Okay, because there's classism in it, right? There's global warming uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of underlying issues. Uh, it It's exciting to see them rise up and then at the same time, a shock to find out that at the end. It's a balanced system that works well for what it is for them being in there. Uh, but it's a terrible shock to the psyche when you find out that that's how it's supposed to be for everybody to survive. But then to have it all tumble down and, uh, I guess, escape escape the train. Yeah, escape the train and see what life is like uh, and the thing. I'll be honest. Uh, I was like, uh movie was great, right? But mm-hmm. I had an afterthought of, like, you just fucking killed everybody except for maybe two people for sure
1: yeah it's possible they they definitely killed the tail which was the one that i'm
2: not i'm not saying i'm not saying that people might have not survived but for sure you got two people who walked out and then like half the fucking train fell off the mountain i'm just saying if people survived people survived i was just like wow you just fucking killed everybody and two people survived it is, what it is.
3: did say that everybody died except for those people like that like it's not in the movie but he did say like yeah that's what i that's expected it. there there's like adam and eve everybody yeah
2: else is fucking that's what dead. that's what I, I expected when i saw the end of it when i saw the animals so i'm like animals survived and you got like the last two people are going to repopulate that's the thought i had i just like i said i didn't know because i didn't know if it was one of those like left for interpretation things but i was like everybody's fucking dead and you got like two people left i'm like well i mean it is what it is in the movie Overall, I thought it was a good movie. It brought its points out and it did them well what it brought out. Uh and it kept you excited and it kept those things hidden till the very end. I mean, even though I kind of expected it a little bit, but it did well to keep him kind of under wraps. Because I was I was thinking to myself, it's gonna go of two ways. It's either gonna go that he's gonna figure out that this whole thing was set up the whole time, or he's gonna be the hero that just ends up walking away. It was one of two things. Like I had like he had a right and a left to go through which one was he gonna go through. That's what mm-hmm. I saw when I saw it at the end, but like I said, still a good movie. I'm just surprised they fucking killed everybody, I guess. Not bad surprise. I mean, I don't know what you guys think.
1: Um, well For me, like, I-, I have been wanting to watch this. Um, uh, even before Parasite, I've been wanting to watch this. Uh, so, and this, besides Parasite, is the only Bong Joon-ho um, movies that I've seen. So, I could kind of see, like, a theme. Like, I don't know if the other ones... The other films have kind of like followed the same thing Okja but
3: Ocha is the same kind of thing too.
1: Yeah, Ocha, oh okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Um basically of of their everything going right. like all the way towards you feel like, the middle. right. And then wrong? Huh? They were like no, so it always makes you feel right
2: and then wrong? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> like basically everything going right and going to according to plan until something happens and then it's just a trickling effect like, that's how parasite kind of is like something is revealed it's kind of like in in this one the big big reveal is kind of like later on except for parasite, it was like right in the middle but it's kind of still like a domino effect of things and i think now knowing that he that he states that all of the except for those two lived. I guess it's kind of like a more. It goes back to like what I was saying about Jung Ho's films, kind of like kind of emphasizing on the morality of of humans, and I guess of if that is better humanity existing, existing along the lines of this of this like balance that this corrupted um, term of balance. Or should Bandy just die? I guess that's what that this <laughs> that message is kind of kind of is. Where there's no point in humanity surviving if the the whole definition of humanity is gone. And um, you kind of get that sense a little bit earlier in the film when Chris Evans' character Curtis is discussing. Um, what happened when they first got onto the train and the whole cannibalism and that him, speech
3: that speech he you gets know, holy shit you know.
1: i like had i had i think i had like heard it once before but i had kind of forgotten it but when he said like i can, hate can I, that i know yeah
2: can i say one thing though yeah that speech the only part that i didn't like about that speech was the, the eating the babies right but the rest yeah. of it about eating each other i was like well that's how you survive I don't know. I might be the only one who was like, well, that's not wrong. I mean, well,
1: I mean, it's right? like, been, yeah, feed, no, feed it is adult. wrong. And that's you would why feed the, you stopped. would feed.
2: Well, no, no, no. You would feed the adults to the kids so the kids can survive. Yeah. Yes. cannibalism is wrong, but at the time there's no food, right? How do you survive that, does, does everybody they, die? Or is it the good of their
3: arms off? And... Yeah. And then, yeah, that's yeah. why I was
2: like, oh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I wasn't okay with like, oh, eating babies. I feel that's wrong. They should be the other way around. But other than that, I'm like, <laughs> to survive, you got to eat whatever's not there.
1: Why am I laughing? Um, i mean i I, I agree with him i was a lot of dark humor in this movie
2: no i'm saying i saw him crying and i was like i was like boy you gotta eat humans you gotta eat humans baby that's how it goes (laughs) i think that's the whole thing the
1: whole whole point is that they had they had regressed in in humanity they by eating babies is the definition of like of yours like is the loss of humanity well
2: yeah but i was what i was saying is like i think he went about it all wrong he chose the wrong path with eating babies. he well, should well, that he was the to eventual the thing. 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 They didn't start. Was, they didn't yeah, start the right out well, saying no, like I, we I, ate I, the babies well, first. Well, no, you could uh, just—you could as uh, anybody. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, boy, you fucked up. You went the easy route. Babies don't fight back.
1: because,
2: like, what no—he no, starts up the this.
1: speech though is like he's but he starts the speech with we ate the week first. Sadly. Yeah, but the weak, could have, yeah. the weak, the Weakest, weak can
2: anybody. What I'm saying is, fuck it. They eat the, ate fat the ones first.
1: The, they eat the old and weak
2: first. But see, but this is where they fucked up. You fatten people up and you eat them. You know, it's like cattle, right? Like, but they had no food. Yeah,
3: the point well, is that they they oh, the poor got fucked over by the rich and they're all turning on each other. I didn't
2: see that. I, I, on. Oh, you're right. You're right. I, I see that. There was, there was no because food. Like, so obviously, I, yeah. No, no. I, as I a mean, boy, be, but you know what <laughs> made it interesting, though. I will tell you this: is now that I know that our babies are delicious, is what I'm saying. It's I've been so rewatching
0: sad. Hannibal. the yeah. TV oh, God, series, so I'm just like, go. yeah. So, uh, so when I saw it today, I rewatched yeah. it this morning. Me and my girlfriend were just like, babies taste the best, and we're like, what? Well, how would Hannibal prepare that shit? like I said, Look, I, eat the babies. I, I, I the think people. it's
2: I think it's wrong, but like to survive, things are done when to for survival. I mean, you can't blame them.
1: I think that's you can't blame
2: people for surviving.
1: Still, like, I mean, um, I think there is a case of cannibalism, I can't remember. The Donner it's Party, like, no, 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 it's not the Donner Party, it was like, um, um, this, uh, like, I think they were just Christian. Um, they got stuck in, like, yeah, coal, like, you know, the their plane crashed in like the mountains in the Andes or something like that, and they had to like kill somebody um was it the soccer team i think so i think so yeah but basically they I had think, i
0: think you're thinking about the soccer team yeah, yeah that like, yeah, they they like they... ate each other or whatever yeah Sounds that... vaguely familiar. well one of them died you do what and you they had do. to
1: Eat them. They, yeah because
3: yeah. they were put in this position by yeah. the fucking people the front but who are still, like you know like it having is parties a play
1: it is a it is a uh a... Damaging to your mental state, and that's what you kind of feel. Oh, no, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, no, no, that it'll yeah. mess you up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it'll mess you yeah. up. I mean, eating another human will mess you up, but, but I think after you've eaten like two or three, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're already getting used to it. If we can all eat cows like crazy, I mean, eventually I'll be like, you know what, it's just another person. This guy wasn't that good, uh, he was a little bit too much crystal.
1: Well, Fred, we now we know, like, when, whenever we're in this situation, that you'll be the you'll be in charge of the meat, you just won't well, I'll fucking kill you guys. <laughs>
2: Oh man! Yeah, kill you guys! Oh, I'll be ready. You guys are I'm gonna. Like, hey, you, you know
1: got, what? I'm done. I'm
3: worried. You guys are gonna eat the white meat first. I'm very scared.
2: Well, if you are the weakest link, uh, we will take you out. No, listen. <laughs> there is a lot. No, of don't worry.
0: It's... I'll eat the babies first. Don't sure trust <laughs> Yeah, they taste no, the
2: best. The, well, what if it's just the, us in the mountain? There's no babies. Listen, I, I will I let you know babies. that you can eat. You can eat other stuff other than things like that. We're pretty resourceful Mexicans. We'll we'll go find insects and eat them first. Well, well, but in if the if situation in the industrial situation, yeah. If there is nothing else to eat, though, I will let one of you guys die, and then we will begin to consume, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so just but survive longer than me. That's all I got to say.
1: Going back to my long, forgotten point, before we go got on the tangent of what, of eating each other. Um, yeah, so for Bong Joon-ho's, like, his themes, at least what I've seen with this and Parasite, is kind of like... The plan on morality and then his cascading of like dominoes effects. So um we get the sense of, of that happening from Chris Evans' speech early on. Um and it's just it makes him essentially betraying um Jamie Bell's character, Edgar, like so much worse since that baby that that it saved was Edgar, and then later on he still lets Edgar die. Just it's 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 that play on humanity and like his his need for vengeance for all the things that the situation has caused him to do in his life is was stronger than saving his friend and the person that saved from him and before and and who who had looked up to him. Yeah, he
3: had to choose between the revolution and saving his friend. And he chose the I think revolution. at
1: that point, Let's I would argue too. that yeah, it wasn't a revolution to him. I think it was a a, a sense of wanting justice for himself, for payback you, for himself.
2: You know, the way I, I kind of saw it a little bit was because of the eating and the stuff, like, this, this might be a, a different take, was a sur- just a survival instinct all the way through, just that trying, was a survival to survive, instinct, trying to survive. Yeah, because well, no, I mean, in the sense of like almost like a caged animal, because like every step of the way, people were dying, and he still kept moving forward and trudging forward. and It's almost like a caged animal that wants to be freed. And at the end, when he finally makes it to the train and realizes that it was all for nothing, it like why... broke him down finally. Yeah, well, well, no, there, what I survival think... instinct do you have when you figure out that oh, people dying is because you need to weed out, you're too many people, there's not enough food. You need to kill them because you can only have so many people on this train uh, at all times. Obviously, yes, there's a class part. But at the same time, the way the guy makes it sound like is we let you guys come in, kill a bunch of the folks in the front. We then we go kill folks in the back. Then we got an even number. And then that's how it's known as like a war or something every once in a while. So I it's think- not like just the class in the back dies but then with his case i felt like he was just like that warrior spirit of going through he makes it to the end and realizes you were just part of the plan dog it just how do you feel like a warrior or like a survivor when you just let everybody to to die like cattle
0: i didn't think of it like that i thought of it more as like the greater good kind of thing like he was like okay we planned this out everyone's worked together i feel like everyone had nothing to lose and everyone was like hey man we're all doing this just if if i die but other people make it off, and like you know, we 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 take control of the front, and we make the rules. I think that was like the that, that the was yeah that to main goal. die to be like like when when Jamie Bell's character was dying, I feel like uh, Chris Evans' character was kind of like, do I go be se-? like he was selfish either way, but not like in a bad sense. It was like, mm-hmm. do I go be selfish and just go save my friend and be like and ruin all those planning or? Go ahead and keep moving on, like we're supposed to do. How do you say and that? Just thing? keep pushing it.
2: Is it like? Uh, is it worth? What is it? Is, is one man worth, worth the squeeze? No, that one's a really good line. No, is it's, few it's,
1: worth the many? Yeah, Thank is, is, like is it one Spock? worth the
2: many or something like that? The no, the,
3: the life
1: of the um, one. No, guy, uh, uh, no,
2: I no, I wasn't going Spock. I mean, I I know what you're trying to say, but no, no, it's it's another one. It's like a like a war thing where like is it is? Can you sacrifice the many for just one? Or something like that. I can't remember I know code. what you
0: mean. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. Yeah.
2: So so yeah. you would let you leave that one die because one one is a sacrifice of one compared to the sacrifice of everybody. It's it's just you know, it's too much.
3: The, the good of the many cannot outweigh the good yes. of the one. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yes. That's, that's it. Spock <laughs> said that. That's that's <laughs> Spock. Um
2: Well yes, but, uh, but no no, but there, it's I mean it's essentially the saying, yes, but there's there's a there's a saying for it. I can't remember it.
1: But but basically he, yeah, while he like sacrificed others, I, I this is just my interpretation of it. Of it is that yeah. he hadn't yet made a personal sacrifice, and even in his his speech, he was talking about like I tried, I tried to cut off my own arm, but I couldn't go through with it essentially. And it wasn't until him finding the finding uh, um, Octavia Spencer's son and like seeing him and saving him and losing his arm it kind of felt like he's finally personally like given something to this cause and uh, I think it, like I for me I was I interpreted it as like a regaining of humanity and what is right. He almost he almost turned to like no like he was gonna lose his humanity because he was thinking about taking the position of, of um Ed Ed Harris as character. Um, Wolford. Wolford, yeah. And,
2: and then he gets turned to Carnesato.
1: <laughs> and so yeah, so it was kinda like a his final act of of his last bit of humanity, in my opinion. It's like like going back to what he said is 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 like regaining that lost humanity. He kinda like as the rest <laughs> rest of the world to perish but it's still like it, it what is better is is a world without humanity or a world with little humanity left i, guess.
2: I mean yeah. I, I i gotta assume that there's hope in humanity because he does leave two at the end a lot yeah,
1: like, humanity's yeah exactly
0: not done. yeah
3: i don't know. I alan if you wanted to go i have a, i have a lot to say i'm just gonna talk for a while i don't know if you wanted to go first alan
0: sure i mean uh I'd seen it before. I saw it a couple of years ago. I think it was like on Amazon Prime or something. And I, coincidentally, everyone was telling me it's super underrated. You're going to like it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll do a podcast in the future about that. So, uh, so pretty much I watched it. When I first saw it, I was like, that was all right. Like I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was kind of like overhyped. Rewatching it again after a while, kind of like having it die down. I kind of was like, you know what? It's a, it's a little better than I, re- I remember um I think the things that bothered me weren't really the story it was just more the the logic of, of like the train like I always I constantly had questions about the train I'm like how does that work how does this work I, like, I think I was, there I, I was, I was more... definitely
1: like like cars that we did not see because like well where do oh, all yeah. these people stay like there exactly. has to be theres yeah
2: yeah I, I there... think yeah I ran through more cars than what it seemed like right. Because this yeah. train seems long as shit when they're doing that scene when they're shooting each other, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you see them run through the train, it feels like they went through four cars and then they're at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: like, but, but there's a scene where like they kind of show like a a, a a what do you call it? Um, a like night- a shot of the, oh. like a big shot of the train kind of doing like a big turn. Mm-hmm. It was after like the New Year's thing, mm-hmm. the New Year's fight, and I was kind of looking. I was like, all right, it looks like there's about like twenty cars, but you never see the end. Like, that shot, you didn't see the end of it. So, I was like, this thing has to be at least 40 cars. At least 40 cars. Because, like, this thing is, like...
1: It it had to have been, like, at least one day's travel because they slept in one of the cars.
0: That's true, yeah. It it had to be huge because, like... Yeah. There were times where I was like, well, how would this work? How would that work? And I was like... And then you see everybody partying in, like, the rave. And then you see people partying in, like, the the classy 1940s murder Mm -hmm. on a mystery train kind of (laughs) thing cab and then it was like all right like i was kind of like do you guys just party and sleep there and you're just like fuck it i guess this is what i'm doing for the rest of my life on the train well and then they had
2: that aquarium one and then the, the that one, that's, one. Where I
0: went. that's that's where i was like okay
2: i was now, like i was like this is the aquarium gotta, of the pacific uh, but, <laughs> but truthfully
1: i think a, uh, i think there's a train that that is like that
2: oh that's an aquarium
1: That's an aquarium
2: oh i mean i, I mean it's, it's possible I, I i don't think it's not i mean they didn't uh? Wasn't it um, pimp my ride that put a fish tank in a car? I mean, I guess you can do anything. Yeah,
0: I think they did. Exhibit.
2: Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean
0: that that I was more just like about the logic of the train. I think that was my biggest gripe with it. Was I was just like I, I kind of wish they delved more into the train because I was like, yeah, I think that's what got me interested in the film in the first place. Because I was like, a train that goes around the world and fits the last of humanity. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people were telling me, oh, there's a a cab that looks like this, there's a cab that looks like that. And I was like, okay, I was hoping for more explanation. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's not the main importance of it. But, I mean, story-wise, like, acting, everybody was was great. Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton, like, I really liked their performances the most. Ed Harris was kind of a surprise. I was like, oh, okay. But I think the other thing I I was kind of... That kind of made me question the, the. This was kind of more of like a. I wanted to bring it up to you guys because I was kind of thinking, is it really considered underrated? Because th- this was my thing. There's a show now for the film.
1: Yeah. Now there's yeah. a
0: TV show. Oh, I I don't, it's not really
1: yeah. based on, it's based more on the, the comic or the graphic novel, I think. No, no, it's based um, on the
3: movie. It's based on the movie.
1: Because it's not well, the same characters. It's not. Curtis. Does, yeah,
2: does it mean it's not one does of the other? They're giving their out of time to our boy the train. They're finally giving him his. his oh, I, it's
1: actually it's actually D- David Diggs is um the main character. There's also a different like um Swinton like character. It's not the Tilton Swinton character. It's like it's, this yeah, other... it's like a reboot. It's, um,
3: it's not like a continuation of the. movie. It's like oh, okay, so like
0: a reboot, yeah. Because yeah. that that was my one question was like. Um, can it be considered underrated? Like since it is, since it since it spawns something. Because I always kind of figured in my head when a film is underrated, um, it's kind of just below the radar. Nobody really knows about it. We're trying to get people to to give it a try. So when I kind of like when this was brought up, I was kind of thinking about that because the film that I kind of wanted to bring up for the longest time was what we do in the shadows, which I think is pretty underrated, but issue with it now is it's gaining popularity because right. now it has a show which i'm also like super into and the show's really good so i'm kind of like can it be underrated now because I, I the think show's it, based on the film did it, that come con-
1: out more from not really the film but the notoriety of of the directors like in this case like bon Ho with mm. um parasite and with what we do in the shadows tanya watiti with ragnarok and jojo rabbit Mm -hmm. but really sparked the creation of these of these shows the the movie itself of course there's an a part of it but was it ultimately come down to the popularity of the director slash writer
0: that's true so that that's another thing too i was like is it not because of the film or is it because of like you said uh Director of Parasite, and then type well, it withtt well, and the
2: thing the thing that always goes like this it's that's always going to be a subjective thing because if you go with, for example, if you want to go with a metric of how a movie did when it first came out, right? Because you know how you have these movies that get this cult status later on in its life, if you mm-hmm. want to go with we base it off of the time when they weren't popular, which might be when they were first released, and you go with that metric, well, then they were underrated at the time, even though maybe whatever 10 years down the road when we're going to pick this up now let's just say or or 20 years or whatever it is it now has some kind of cult status where everybody knows about it it makes it a tough one do you pick it because of the metric when it first came out and how it did bad or you just deny it because of it having so popular and people already know about it i i think it's a subjective thing you know yeah. it depends mm-hmm. how let me you put in my two
3: cents real fast because i think that like, like I think, really, honestly, the reason there's the show and it's like getting this kind of renewal and everybody knows, like people knew about it, but I feel like a lot of people didn't see it, like myself included. But when Parasite came out, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Snowpiercer, okay." Like maybe we'll make a show out of it. Like it's getting a lot of buzz. I think if we had like a year ago, this movie was like more of an under the radar movie, like, and I think mm-hmm. it would qualify for that. I think. I think now- even if
1: like if Parasite just came out, we it would have still been okay because like like we could say any of the Bong Joon-ho- movies that have come before Parasite are yeah, considered like mm-hmm. under the radar because people yes but, people will see Parasite but on, look,
3: wait, 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 cause, I, like I think this is like his this was kind of like his big American debut you know and then he had a Netflix movie that was in Korean and then he had Parasite but those movies are both in Korean like this is like his big American movie mm-hmm. so I do think it feels different than you know like the host or something before this yeah because I was going to say mm-hmm. the
0: host as well and is, I think it's a big thing
3: yeah like I think so train, like I think train this to Busan. Movie, yeah, and I think, so in the last year, this movie has had kind of a renaissance, so I think we're kind of hitting it in its peak, or as, as it's kind of coming up and becoming much less underrated, so, you know, like everybody was saying, it's kind of a subjective thing, I think, you know, if we had done this, like, as an episode when we first started the podcast, it would maybe yes, be a little right? less questionable, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's still, we can still slide it in, like, when you mentioned it, I was like, okay, I don't think Pierce is underrated, but I think it works enough that we could talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely agree with that. I mean, I feel like the underrated tag is always going to be subjective. Like, there might be some people who are like, they're talking about, you know, they're, they're talking about
2: Snowpiercer. Well, okay, like, it goes I mean, like this: Did, did we not do one on the Evil Dead? The remake, yeah. The so, yeah no, no, but, but I know, but, I, know, but, I, know yeah. I know, I know, I know. I'm saying that, but I'm saying, but the name itself that's, has spawned that the movie evil was had, going on at the same of, time. That's, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. It's subjective things. Yes, then that was the original. It's just, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, we're going to put out what we're going to put out, right? What mm-hmm. we feel is underrated. That, that's ultimately the, what, uh, what our metric is. Uh, maybe to somebody else, like you said, to somebody else it might not be. Like I said, that Evil Dead movie, there might be people who are like Evil Dead fans who are like, what are you talking about? I watch everything that has an Evil Dead title on it. Mm-hmm. They're all great, and they're all, you know, whatever. I think the metric is, at the end of the day, what we feel as a group is underrated, and that's what we're putting out.
1: It yeah. Might also be that people, since it is a a reboot of the franchise, the show, people might just be watching the show, and just have come across it. On, uh, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. Yeah,
3: just came, um, It's like in the middle of it's the first like, season.
0: Mm.
1: It's, I think there's only been like three episodes. It's on mm. um TNT. Um, Cause, cause, I've been meaning to watch you're, it, you're... but I've been wanting to watch the movie first.
0: Because you're actually right. You're pretty right about that. Because now thinking about it, um, Fargo, which is pretty universally praised from what I, I know of, like people love the Coen brothers and they love Fargo. And I enjoyed the Fargo film, but I remember when they released the show, I actually met a lot of people who were like, oh my God, I love that show. And, and I was like, have you seen the movie? And they're like, I've never even heard of it. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be where like, if anything, them releasing the show is trying to get them to kind of have people appreciate the original uh the what do you call it the um the source material like where it came from so just like with um snowpiercer what we do in the shadows and all that it might be a thing of them being like hey well like this came from something why don't you go back and give that a try too maybe maybe the creators of the shows themselves are thinking hey it's underrated why not give it a little love so Yeah, I mean, I'm just—it was just more of a question to throw out there because I, I had been thinking about it. Because there, there's some picks that I thought too, where I'm like, well, maybe it's underrated, but maybe there's a comic book based on it, or there's um, a straight to DVD movie, or sorry, Netflix streaming show, or a video game like The Witcher. Like The Witcher, The Witcher games, The Witcher three especially is huge now. Everybody knows about The Witcher, but when The Witcher came out, I didn't know what it was based on. I thought it was an original IP. But then, you know, one of our buddies tells us, oh, no, dude, it's based on books. And I was yeah, like, there oh, well, you go. Yeah, everybody
3: came and bought that fucking book at the bookstore mm-hmm. once that that show came out. We were yeah, sold yeah. out forever.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's at its phases. Uh, everybody that's played the games like Witcher 1, 2, and 3, well, they already knew about it. So when the show came out, it was a big thing. They A lot of those guys tend to go back to the books because of oh, the yeah. games. But then you have, yes, a segment that just watched TV that that's their first time. That's what happened to the resurgence of the video game. Like Witcher 3 ended up becoming like the number one played video game on like Steam as soon as the show came out because everybody went and played the games yeah, to find books out what's going on. Yeah, then, no, that, like, that's what then, I'm saying. Then, like, you just
0: making money like, it, general, like, right? it, it,
2: it, it happens. And, you know, th- things like that do ha- tend to like, push people back to go, oh, I didn't know they had other stuff. Hmm. So, yes, the, t- the TV shows and another, or another movie from a director. I mean, it's always going to happen with no matter what movies we do or what we're going to do. There's always uh, the chance that they made something huge after either after or before or whenever we're doing the podcast. Someone does a huge hit movie, and the next thing you know, everybody you know. Let's say the new Fast and the Furious, for example. It's gonna be like what, like nine or something like that. Let's say this is the biggest hit ever. There's people who probably haven't even seen one or the others. I haven't. They well, I might...
1: mean, going with Fast and the Furious, John John Chu, like direct also directed yeah. um, Crazy Rich Asians.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm saying like as an as an example, you know, let's say people yeah. never watched it and all of a sudden it makes 30 billion dollars. And you're like, what? And then all of a sudden people go, wow, there's not eight, eight other movies before this. Well, let me go watch them. I mean, that stuff does happen when when you get a hit on your hands. That's going to happen. People are going to be like, well, I want to see what else they made. It, it's always going to be a thing. You can't always like like I said, you can't we can't write that as a metric for why the movie is underrated or not. You know, we will just we got to go with it. If this mm-hmm. didn't do, if this wasn't that super hot before, I mean, yeah, the TV show might make it hotter now. Maybe Parasite did, but the the movie itself, it, as as itself, because we're only grading the movies as, as, yeah, as at what the, the movie is. We're not grading it on all the other stuff that came after it or stuff like that. I mean, and like you always say we can always make the call and say, hey, maybe 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 it's too popular. Maybe you mm-hmm. know, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Of it was things.
0: just it, it was just something I kind of wanted to bring up in discussion because I was like, I because I, again, like I said, I, I had. My own ideas of what like films we could talk about or stuff like that, but I kind of go where where's the balance between like it's already based on an original i p or you know it's an adaptation of an original film, a video game or book that's kind of where I was like I wanted your guys' opinions on it kind of thing yeah but this, this yeah, is I, definitely I you
1: guys. this is definitely like an outlier now, but I think mm-hmm. it still could be considered in the realm, like it's kind of like toting that line right now mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before this this time. I mean, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. People told me yeah, I should watch it. And I was just always like, nah. And so, you know, podcast made me watch it. So I saw it. <laughs> yep. but,
0: yeah, pretty much. I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah Derek. All right, man. The I floor mean, is all yeah. yours. So
3: like I, you know, like I was saying, I have a lot to say about this movie because like I've been since I watched it, I think two or three days ago, it's pretty much all I've been thinking about is just this movie. And I think, that we really picked the right time to watch this movie. It feels so much more relevant in 2020 in like the you know the times we're living through right now than probably t- 2013 when it first came out. and because it was one movie like I think if I had watched it originally when it came out, like Alan, you said you had it wouldn't have hit me as hard. But like you know, now with revolutions like and protesting going around the world and Black Lives Matter and all these things happening, people like are like, "Hey, these the social class system is fucked. this is all really bad and watching it with that context i think really really made the movie in just like impact me so much more um i think that it's like you guys were all talking about the way that it handles revolution and kind of chris evans like methodically moving up the train is very interesting and then you have that that twist at the end where it's like oh yeah this revolution was all planned you are originally supposed to just kind of get to the hatchet guys and they were supposed to stop you there. And it was, you know, like, I like that they have that scene where they're in the sushi car and they're like, it's everything's balanced. Because that's, you know, obviously a really big foreshadowing scene about how the train is like that it's a closed ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think like the film is really saying is that like, yeah, you have these revolutions and, you know, like they have these kind of like uprisings and, and you're trying to, where people are trying to advance in the system. And Chris Evans does; he gets to the end, and he basically has an opportunity to, you know, just take over this system and kind of like be the new head of it. But the movie is saying that's not really, um, that's not really the shouldn't be the goal. You shouldn't be trying to advance in the system. You should like uh, and kind of like change, just like keep the status quo while it's sort of just changing things for yourself and like you know rearranging the social classes. You need to just blow up the whole fucking thing. You need to take down the corrupt system itself like everyone's advancing in the train but they're still in the train you're still even the people that are living like this life of luxury are still trapped in this train and the ending when they like blow it all up and everybody dies except for two people humanity really has a chance to start over because like if they don't that's all humanity is is just on this train that's slowly kind of decaying and you know taking more child labor to like fuel it and you know, rather than just reorganizing everything, it's like a fresh start. Um, There's lots of other, like, little things in there that I like, too. Like, I like, there's a lot of biblical metaphors. Um, Obviously, you know, we talked about the Adam and Eve stuff at the end. There's obviously a lot of Noah's Ark stuff. Wilford is kind of like, almost a god figure. And, you know, you have, um, uh, uh, John Hurt's character is kind of like, almost an older Noah-like figure. I, I like a lot of the like weird quirky humor that he inserts in here, like the zooms and stuff or like how everybody stops and says happy new year. (laughs) I was actually
0: going to say something about that Um, real quick. That was kind of a hit or miss for me Mm -hmm. Uh, because I know uh, there's, especially that scene with the whole like, oh, it's happy new year. And I was like, even the second time watching it, I was like, okay. Like it went from being like this really gritty revolutionary like film to being like, a it it reminded me of like Hunger Games. Like I was like, did this become a young, a YA novel? Like you know, she because her hair is you know until this went so like animated, and then they're like, stop, you know, th- this is what we do, and you know, dystopian and all. That. It just felt very like gritty, and then Hunger Gamesy. I, I don't know how to explain. Just YA, which I fucking hate. But
1: I feel like they like took it more in a way of like. Like no man's land kind of situation in in real worlds wars mm-hmm. of like right we have to stop like a ceasefire for a few seconds to like note the ha- to note the new year and then mm-hmm. then continue on. I think it might have been a bit more impactful. but I think Bang Ho kind of like has that style. To, he throws in that kind of style once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been there's moments in like Parasite that are kind of similar to that, mm-hmm. but not oh, as yeah. like popped he, he perfected
0: it he, he, it's, it's, he perfected it in parasite yeah. for sure like i loved how he did it in parasite but,
1: but like with the like, one thing that comes to mind is is the um peach part that whole sequence mm-hmm. is kind of similar to the but mm-hmm. yeah
3: but what i think my favorite thing about that scene is if you kind of like think about it it's that they're basically getting you don't ever see really a, other than like two or three people who are just kind of like the enforcers the rich the class until they riot at the end Don't really ever fight the poor, but they get is the middle class to do it. Those guys of the hatchets also think that there's no bullets. They're the they basically the rich are just like, oh, um, your your life way of life is getting encroached on by this poor class, so you got to go out and hack them up. And you know, then the the rich they they're so like indoctrinated that even when they're dying on the floor, they're just like Happy New Year. And I think that is another big commentary he's making that it's like, yeah, you have the people at the front that are just protected, but then you have the people who kind of have a good life that just want to see that way of life preserved. And they don't want the people who have a worse life than them coming up. Even if they don't have the best life, they know they've got it better than someone else and they're they're keeping them back. And I think that this film and a lot of I like YA films and I think what a lot of movies like this and like The Hunger Games do is they take real social issues and like stuff like The X-Men does this really well too and put it in like a science fiction world. And are able to comment on things, and even if it's not something that's like directly about it, like you know, this movie was obviously not made about what's happening right now. But I think, you know, like them blowing up the train at the end is a drastic measure, and everything's being changed. And it reminded me a lot this morning when I saw that they just are abolishing the uh, the Minneapolis Police Department. That's a huge change. It's not like oh, we're kind of just taking small reforms and do doing this. No, like we're blowing it up and. Like I think sci-fi can be a really great tool in that respect.
1: I think now with the reboot, it might be a bit more impactful and more relevant too. Today, while Chris Evans' character is amazing and, and things like that, but um, the char- the new character in the in the in the show, is played by David Diggs. Like I said before, and he, if you don't know him, he's La- he's Lafayette. Um, Thomas Jefferson and Hamilton. He originated that part. He was also he also wrote and created um, a movie called um, Blind Spotting, which I really think that you, you like. I would recommend as an underrated Wait, film. Also, Blind Spotting. Oh, it's, there's a train yeah. spotting. I was like, oh. no, 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 it's Blind Spotting. Um, that he create he created about. Um, uh, it's a and, movie um, about
2: spotting uh, blind people.
1: Well, urban <laughs> oakland starry uh, charlie and- cox no i said it's, it's a
2: movie about uh spotting blind people because it's blind spotting
1: <laughs> i think it literally it's literally that. that it's because oh, you blind yeah because you blind whoa, 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 it's a it's a term down. called blind spotting where you blind spot a black person I, and think that i they're, have i have clairvoyance yeah, um, like like the girl in, in Snowpiercer. I was but, like, okay, but one, <laughs> but one little yeah, thing to sorry. So yeah so, no, okay. so yeah, so with him playing the main character in the show, it's this, this story that's already relevant to to mm-hmm. today's um culture and, and what's going on to I um mean. now. It's going to become even more relevant with with him being the main character um uh, because of of the whole revolution that's going on right now, um so i i'm I'm gonna start watching that too. I've been wanting to watch the movie first and then watch that. so I'm excited because I am a really big fan of David Diggs.
3: Yeah, I'm interested in the show now too for sure after watching the movie.
1: So Alan, what about the
0: Clavoy girl? <laughs> oh yeah, no th- this is just a general thing. Um what's up with like dystopian future films and shows where Like I don't know why, but it's like embedded in the science fiction genre that in the future, it is guaranteed we're going to have telekinetics, (laughs) telepathics, or clairvoyance. It's always like that. It's always in the future too. Might be like a play on like two thousand (laughs) three. Psychics are part of the police force, (laughs) and they and they do this and dystopian LA or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, why did they? How did they get psychics? Like. Well, i think it might be like, no, like yeah kind of like an evolution shit. of, well, it's, say, yeah. more of
1: an, it's more of an evolution of like the deja vu kind of sit of feeling i yeah. guess they could play on that it, but it's more yeah, of like, yeah that came how, out of how, nowhere nowhere it, is it, it like I, was it based on it. the drugs or was it her or what i, I want i want to it say it's
2: more it's more of that that like survival instinct you know where you feel like oh somebody's watching me kind of thing like you turn around you feel like you feel like you have eyes, it almost seems like that girl has that, like, she has that, like, almost like a, a sixth sense, like, she gets this eerie feeling of, like, something's we're we're in danger. Or, like, that's why she feels all calm, like, oh, everything's cool, everything's cool. And then she's like, oh, there's some danger. I I can feel something. I can sense something. Some people got a good sense for danger. But he that. takes it he takes it as, oh, you're an X-Men. And it's more <laughs> like I'm like, uh, I th- got, think she not. Been she has <laughs> spidey sense. that She got yeah. bit by a
3: radioactive train spider. <laughs> She gets a little yellow exclamation point above her head.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's like Chrono or whatever the fuck.
3: <laughs> I you know I think I honestly blame Philip K Dick because I'm not blame but like I think that's the reason is because he like he would write shit like Minority Report and Total Recall where like in the future mm-hmm. there's always like somebody like humans are mutants or whatever like the the children of like People who are addicted to drugs, they can like tell the future or predict future murders, and he's even
1: so... Man in the High Castle. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> and, like, he's,
3: yeah, he's so like all of our sci-fi today is so much, especially like near future sci-fi is taken from Philip K. Dick. That I feel like that is one of the things that's really just trickled through. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought about that before, but I think that's why.
0: Yeah, because I watched the uh, Electric Dreams. It's based on Philip K. Dick's like stuff. It's on Amazon Prime, and like, it's it's all right. It's I think it's trying to be like Black Mirror almost but with like philip k dick stories but yeah almost every other episode there's just like uh yeah so we're, we're the year is 2007 and london and you know the police need psychics because the psychic hmm. psychics can figure out who the criminals are and or like minority Report where they're like we need to know when they're going to attack or when they're going
2: to murder so we well, can I mean, it. Was it Minority yeah. Report though, like a computer that could figure it out? No, it was no, it no, was, uh, like, it was like, three twins. Like, oh, okay. it
1: was, yeah, and it three, was twins and it was then a two girl. twins and then a girl. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah I was like, perfect. I can't, but, like, I can't even, remember
2: that movie in a long. Uh, even like spoiler alert it,
1: too, like day, if so, you've so, never so. seen. Spoiler alert, if you've never seen Man in the High Castle, really good show on Amazon Prime. Go and watch it. But even that, when you think that it's just like okay, it's this twisted, um, possible. History that we could have had if if ja- Japan and uh, basically the Axis powers Japan and Nazi Germany won won World mm-hmm. war two then it turns out to be a, a, a sci-fi and like there's all this is just an alternate universe you are it's universe and things effect. like that yeah yeah <laughs> you <Yeah, laughs> <Ain't> now <even laughs> we're going up to it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah
3: no like like I mean I think he's revolutionary um and, hmm. but that's why he gets copied so much uh but yeah I don't know i I think this is a great movie. I, I, I really liked it. I'm really glad I waited to watch it. I was get as the years went on, I was I heard about it. I thought it was, I was like, oh, I should probably watch that. And then I saw Parasite and I was like, oh, I should check out Snowpiercer and then they announced the show and I was like, I should really watch it. And then as soon as you suggested it, Ariel, I was like, you know, I don't even care if it's not underrated. I want to fucking watch this movie. Let's let's do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that, like their movies, like if, if you want to consider like really, really underrated ones uh, that I haven't seen personally, but if you want to go into more depth of Bong juho ho um, There's, yeah, Okajai. Um, Train to Okja. Busan, which is Okja? Okja, De yeah. Okja? yeah. Okay, Okja, sorry. Train to Busan, which is considered by a good amount of people who have watched it as one of the best zombie movies.
0: Yeah, um, I keep I've getting told things. to watch it. They're like, bro, yeah. you're gonna love it, you're gonna love it. But I've had, like, zombie fatigue for a very long time, so yeah. I'm kind of like, I'll get to it.
1: And then there's the host, which is kind of like a twist on a monster movie.
0: It's like a kaiju like type of film. But like a twist,
1: is- but it's a twist on a kaiju because I guess it's a little a little bit deeper because it starts off mm-hmm. with like I think the presence is like after his his daughter's murder or something like that. But, but yeah, I would go and check those all those out. They they kind of like um, they all have um Song Song King Ho, who's kind of like um the Johnny Depp to Bong Ho's um. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Thank you, Tim Burton. Um, he's his oh, muse. Yeah. yeah, that one yeah. guy.
3: He's yeah, he's the he's the De Niro or DiCaprio, depending on which era of Scorsese you're talking about.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, those ones are definitely under under the radar. If you want to go in depth. of so Jung
0: I did definitely want to give the host a, a, a shot.
3: I do want to
1: watch that one. Yeah.
3: But well, I, I would recommend it um, definitely to anybody. It's on Netflix, so go out there and watch it. What would you guys say?
1: I haven't actually seen I, it. I'm just yeah. saying... No, I'm, saying, uh, that I'm I, saying um. Snowpiercer. Snow Pe- no, no, no oh, Snowpiercer. Snow Snowpiercer. Yeah, definitely, like, definitely, you especially watch it. If, yeah. definitely if if you, I gain a sense of 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 a movie that kind of asks like the class system and and just like like Eric was saying about um you know the one percent kind of controlling the actions and the even even the choices of of the lower class um and i definitely would recommend it and especially if you want to watch the show i would i would always recommend watching the source material before you watch something that delves into it to give the source material its its recognition
2: Yeah, I, w- I would say it's a good movie. Go ahead and watch it. If you're triggered by this stuff that's going on right now, though, I would maybe say stay away from it for a little bit because this does feel like it will mm-hmm. It'll give you some PTSD with that stuff. Uh, but if you're good with it, I mean, I say why not watch it? It's a good movie. And just overall, it's a good movie, you know?
0: Uh, pretty much exactly what Fred said. I mean, you know, I, I second time around, I think maybe that's why I dug it a little bit more because it was a little more relatable to what was going on. I usually don't like to involve it myself with, like, Kind of the politics of stuff like that, so I'm kind of more like, hey, you know what? I think, yeah, like exactly like Fred said, you know, give it a watch. It's good if you like Parasite, which you know it's on Hulu. Everybody's been watching Parasite. Give this one a shot. You'll kind of see his direct his directing style kind of like in like the the previous years. Like you'll kind of like Parasite. Like I said, he just did all of those like different genres so well this is kind of like him getting up to that point, which is one of my favorite things of of watching filmmakers is seeing from when they went back or what they have now, what what people consider a masterpiece. And then you go back and watch their old stuff and you can see the themes and the genres and everything. Like they're trying to mix them together and give them this like pizzazz to it. But yeah, I'd I'd say give it a shot.
1: And also if you want to see that Severn's act more than just Captain America. I definitely recommend this movie as well as Knives Out. Um, yeah. and before because we get hit, yeah, I forget
2: here I want to look, watch Knives Out too. and Sunshine. Want, uh, What was the movie where he uh, had a was it a banana in between his butt cheeks? It's not oh, another teen uh, movie. Not, not, not another, not another I would I movie. would recommend his uh, Academy Award uh, winning movie, not another I, I, low
1: key, movie. I'm not, I low key think
0: that's kind of underrated now. It's kinda of, I, I, I do. nobody talks
2: about it. Definitely
1: among like the whole like scary movies like gaining more popularity. The, the so that movie stuff? it's a lot better than scary movie. Yeah, it's oh, it's the best well,
3: of those kind of movies, I feel like.
0: I w- I would say that type of film, I think scary movie, the first one. First and one I'm and the, the second movie. one might
1: be okay. Um, the
0: first two, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. The first two and not in a teen movie are, like, the, the the bar of, like, really good parody Ready? films of, of this century. But, uh, uh, Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app to make sure you're always notified when a new episode of this show comes out and continue to hear us babble. And please, if you're willing to give us a rating and review, it really helps and lets us know what else you'd like to hear from us in this podcast because we can only get better with your help. Once again, we are the Undercast Company. Also, if you're looking for a convention, not so much right now, but once... things gain, and we're allowed to be in social gatherings then and other nerdy content please check check out nerd incorporated pages on social media at nerd Incorp. And, and um if you're looking for some marvel discussions please check out our other podcasts of infinity stones and dragon bones and hopefully we'll get back to that once some new information and probably touch a beat since the beginning of the final season of um agent shield just started so you might talk yeah go back and talk about that but this COVID 19 thing kind of has put a wrench on a a good amount of stuff like that so um we also have some new projects coming around the corner um i'm developing a podcast called you've never seen which is discuss um pop ca- pop culture and cinematically known movies that at least one of us have never seen um so Watch out for that. And Derek is also de- developing a show. Um, Derek, you want to talk about it?
3: Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a show uh, called Gateway Episodes. Uh, the premise is that you know you'll be telling somebody, "Oh, you've got to watch this show. It's so good." And you don't, and you'll say, "You know, what? I'll show you this episode. This episode just encapsulates everything that's great about the show." So you'll show them that episode, and either they'll get into the show or they won't. And so each episode of Gateway Episodes, it's something that either I've seen that I'm showing someone to get them into a show or some a show that somebody else loves that they're showing me to get me into the show where we kind of just watch that one episode and talk about how it really encapsulates the show and how it might get someone into the show.
1: And um, we'll all be back soon for another underrated film. So stay tuned and thanks for being amazing. Later
0: take it easy guys and then uh one like one last thing i thought of mm-hmm. i just kind of wish i could see yeah. chris evans and it's captain mm-hmm. america suit right and just pulls up a chair and he's like so he got stuck in the train <laughs> <laughs> and that's it uh, <laughs> all right
3: uh, see you guys in another life
0: take it easy
1: hey.